0: Co-worker of yours.
5: All right, let's dive right into the Lake show here on this Thursday evening on News Talk 830 WCCO. I feel like we've got some things to talk about this evening. And I'm happy to have you here for the next three hours. Dean Phillips, let's start there. Congressman Dean Phillips is delusional. And now it's becoming a problem for him. I've never had an issue with Dean Phillips. I have applauded him for jumping into the 2024 presidential race. I supported him when he dared to talk about age and politics and those career politicians. But now he's delusional. And it needs to stop. And there's technically nothing wrong with being delusional. Except when you get disrespectful for no real reason at all, in my opinion. And that is what I feel about his current predicament, the comments that he made on this station earlier today on the Chad Hartman show. I encourage everyone out there to go and listen to the entire interview. What was it, 16 and a half minutes from earlier today? Dean Phillips, in my opinion, is struggling with acceptance. Dean Phillips has known from the start that he would be a massive underdog in running for the presidency of the United States of America. He knew that, and he accepted it, which I love. He embraces it, as he should. But his analysis... His tactics on how to play out his campaign is a losing proposition at this point. And it's not our problem. It's his. Dean Phillips announced that he was running for president on October the 27th of last year. And there's something that he hasn't learned that he should have learned by now. Stop talking about President Joe Biden's age. Now, hear me clearly. I'm not saying don't talk about it because it's not a legitimate concern. But the American people, they have heard you loud and clear on this. And it's not enriching, it's not enhancing your campaign in a winning angle. I have stated, A million times on this show. My concern about both Trump and Biden being old. But Dean Phillips, you browbeating everyone with Biden's age. Nobody cares to hear you talk about that anymore. We want you. I want you to tell the American people why they should love you. Stop talking about what Joe Biden isn't. Talk about what you are. Have you guys ever heard the phrase player hater? I remember, you know, as a a young man growing up, high school kid, college. When a guy would talk crap about another guy to get the girl that they wanted. It's called throwing salt on them, right? You're salty. You want to tear another person down to make yourself look good. It's not the perfect analogy, but you guys get the point. Dean Phillips, you are 55 years old. Much younger than Biden clearly is. But you aren't the cool kid. You got to read the room. And we'll get to some of the things that he said on this station earlier to Chad Hartman. But Dean needs to stop telling people what is wrong with Joe Biden and how old he is. He needs to look in the mirror and ask, "Why am I not appealing to the voting public?" Was it that what is it that I'm doing wrong and not resonating with everyone?" If Dean Phillips talk as vigorously about why Trump isn't good for the country, I bet his numbers will go up. And this is the thing. I don't believe that Democrats are necessarily fired up over Joe Biden. But what they are saying to Dean Phillips is, we don't want you. And that's a tough pill to swallow. But it's reality. And Dean doesn't want to accept that. The people aren't feeling him. And I don't know how to to break it to Dean, but nobody likes Andrew Yang. Like, when Andrew Yang came out for Dean Phillips, mirror a a, a couple of months ago, a collective eye roll from folks that I know and respect. Aligning yourself with folks that don't resonate is not a winning proposition. It isn't. As a matter of fact, because I, I got on the phone after the interview and I listened to it and I checked in with, with some people that are politically connected and I talked to some friends of mine that are business owners, both small and big. And one of my friends said to me, when I when I asked him his his thoughts on Dean Phillips, and, and like I mentioned earlier, I've never had an issue with him. And realistically, I don't have much of an issue now, I just... I'm attacking the way that he's going about his business right now. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. He's being delusional. But they said, I don't know what he stands for. I don't know what his platform is. All I know is that I saw a tour bus and him with a skateboard. That's the issue, Dean. People want to know what you are, not what Joe Biden isn't. It's not breaking news. We know that Trump and Biden are old. It's not going to change. But you can't run for president on that. You think that you think that you being um, much younger than Joe Biden is the reason why people should. should pivot to you. That's not how this is going to work. As always, the talk and text line is six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. Probably more text than than phone calls here early. And then we'll get back to it a little bit later. But but there were quite a few things that he that he talked about today, and, and let's get to a few of those sound bites here right now. This is Dean Phillips on Minnesota senators and Governor Walls not speaking up and displaying cowardice.
3: I'm going to say it about every one of them. Uh, uh, Governor Walls, uh, Senator Smith, Senator Klobuchar. Uh, I'm I'm astounded. Uh, by the unwillingness to speak the truth. Uh, I'm astounded by the lack of courage. I'm astounded by this notion of self-preservation over principle. Uh, And I'm disappointed uh, in the language that's used. And frankly, I won't say anything negative about any of them because uh, I think that's the problem in politics right now. Uh, But am I disappointed uh, in the lack of courage? Yes, absolutely.
5: The only reason why he's saying a lack of courage realistically is because they're not supporting him. Let's just be clear about that. Now we can talk about, okay, he's saying lack of courage because there's feelings that they have about Joe Biden, as age, but they're not willing to, to really talk about it openly the way that he is. If Dean, if you're built different like that, more power to you, but to, to act as though people are cowards out here, like what are we, what are we, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? How about this, where he talks about why support Joe Biden when you know for sure that he's going to lose?
3: So I would argue that Senator Fetterman, uh, other uh, Democratic elected officials uh, who are all talking the same strange language right now, propagating this delusion, they're the ones wearing the MAGA hat because they're supporting a candidate who is going to lose to Donald Trump. So I'm, as the only Democrat in Washington willing to simply say what most Americans already know, which is why would you support an 81-year-old man who is in decline, whose numbers are awful, and is not going to win?
5: Yet again, you need to tell me why the American people should get behind Dean Phillips. And also, he kind of lost me at that part in the interview. I listened to the the entire thing, but he lost me in in a couple minutes there because I'm thinking to myself, he made a comment about polls. And not trusting national polls and this, that, the other. He kind of shot down polls, but then he used polls and numbers to justify that he's picking up momentum, that that Trump is crushing Biden in this swing state and this. Like, which one is it? Do you trust him or do you not? Like you can't you can't pick and choose how you view polls. He also talked about sabotaging his career.
3: I'm the only one in Congress, I believe, Chad, uh, Liz Cheney is another one who is willing to torpedo her career as I have torpedoed my career in Congress to simply be honest with people. Dane Phillips is not a martyr. So let's just stop that right now. He's not
5: a martyr. The last time I checked the Internet, I'll check it again. The Internet says that his net worth is. I don't even want to mention the number a lot. We'll just put it like that. So stop with the, I'm a martyr because I I went out, I'm I'm sabotaging my career. Let's stop it. Knock it off. I'm not trying to hear that. And the last thing that will play for you quickly is him talking about being open to a ticket with Nikki Haley.
3: Wouldn't all your listeners be more compelled by maybe Nikki Haley and Dean Phillips getting together on a unity ticket and actually doing for the first time, perhaps in our country's history, What most Americans really want, which is cooperation, collaboration, participation, decency, common sense. Decency. Common
5: sense. I mean, all all things we want. But with all due respect. When you say that. About an open ticket, Nikki Haley, you're not a serious politician. You're just not. You're on another planet at this point because we know that right there, you're not dealing with reality. 651-461-9226. Your text will take them next year on the Lake Show.
4: detailed. All
5: right, welcome back to the Lake Show. News Talk 830WCCO. Now, oh, a pint of ice cream, sorry. Let's take some phone calls or take a, a couple of text messages about Dean Phillips. Let's go to Jeff and Salt Rapids. How you doing, Jeff?
6: Hey, wonderful, Henry. I'm going to be real fast not to burn up some time, but I got a few things to say. I think about three of them. Okay. Uh, one, I agree with everything you've said. Uh, The big thing is what Dean Phillips needs to do is quit focusing on Biden and his age. Like you said, he needs to talk third party. He's not getting anywhere with those other two. So he might as well just do that. Uh, Second point, uh, he suggested he'd be on a a ticket with uh, Nikki Haley. (laughs) <laughs> that ain't gonna work. I mean, I've got three ex-wives. You'd be better off putting me together with either, any one of them at your choice. would have better success than that. But he did mention a name, and he does have a concept. Uh, and kind of an outed Republican and a you know not going anywhere Democrat. How about Liz Cheney and Dean Phillips, third party ticket?
5: now. Now now, we got to be realistic here. We 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 know that that's that's just not a real thing. That's just not like no. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. We're not. We're we're, we're not. We're not. We're not in that place. You're you're open minded (laughs) enough though, Jeff. Like the majority Uh of Americans are not open minded enough to accept that. Yeah. And that's the reality.
6: I thought it was kind of a cool concept. Yeah.
5: I hear you. I hear you.
6: And they're both pretty good people.
5: And, and, and I don't even think that, that anything that I've said tonight is necessarily controversial. And I started off the no. show with talking about how I've appreciated Dean Phillips throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yes, have, have I I people need to go back, and listen to the entire thing. I've appreciated Dean Phillips. But
6: you and I have both been a fan of Dean Phillips. Yes, Dean Phillips.
5: and I have said from day one, yes. To me, you should not be in a situation where you just have the chosen ones. We're just going to anoint Biden. We're just going to anoint Trump. That I I applauded him from the start about that. And when he brought up uh, age, I I was Mm -hmm. one of the few people. I won't say few people. but Yeah, I was one of the few people that kind of openly talked about. Yeah, I see what Dean's Dean's making a fine point. But when he came off and he took the shots at at the senators and governor walls and basically kind of yeah, call people yeah. cowards. Like to, to me, that's, that's beyond disrespectful. And I talked yeah. to people earlier today that are friends with them. Um, th- and that norm and, and they, yep. they feel like something's just off here. Something's going on behind yeah. the
6: scenes. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, the interesting is he's got a point, but all right. Well, know it Well know it. Quit beating a dead horse. Dean. Yeah. And that uh, come yep. up with another angle.
5: Yep. Yeah, and thanks to the phone call from Jeff and Salk rabbits, Let me repeat initially what I started with. I'm even getting a text or two from from some people because I started this talking about being somebody that has liked and appreciated Dean Phillips. So this is not Henry Lake has got it out for Dean Phillips. It's not. It's not about that. I've I've actually liked and supported him on a lot of different things, including the age situation with, but my point is you got to move on to something else. You need to talk about what you are, not what somebody isn't bottom line that you're not going to get to be president of the United States by talking about somebody's damn age. And like I said before, a business on like, if people don't know what your platform is, like, like what are you running on? That's, that's an issue. So, I just think that you got to be realistic, and I also think that there should be some respect that he should have for 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 the pe- the other politicians out there. Uh, let's go to a, a few of the texts here real quickly because we do have a guest coming up in a few minutes. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> I won't read the, the rest of the text. Let's um, just say that they agree with the, the take. Um, with regards to earlier today, was misguided and really with no point. It's like he lately is just throwing things and trying to see what sticks, but it really comes across as desperate and is getting embarrassing, in my opinion. Uh, this from the 952, wait, he called them cowards. We said cowardice and then said, I'm not going to say anything negative. What? Th- yeah, that one threw me off today day too. Um, this from the 612, I'm astounded at Dean's lack of self-awareness. His flatterers must have gotten to his head. Um I, I just and, and I don't want to I'll repeat it again. I don't want to come across as that guy that's like God. I don't have it out for anybody. But you're not this is this is I thought he did himself a disservice earlier today on with Chad. Not because he was on with Chad, but because of the way that he was positioning the comments that he made. All right, 651, 461. 9226, I'll gladly get back to this, take some more phone calls, get back to some of the texts. But coming up this weekend, we have the Winter Jazz Fest, and we're going to talk to the executive director of that event, Dana Martinez. She joins us next year on The Lake Show. All right, this is some hip-hop and jazz. But you guys know that every single night I end off the show with some jazz, some Miles Davis, So What? That is the outro on The Lake Show. But coming up this weekend, Saturday, February the 24th, is the uh, the Winter Jazz Fest. And joining us now, the executive director of the Winter Jazz Fest, Dana Martinez, joins us here on the Lake Show. Dana, how are you doing?
2: I'm great, Henry. How are you doing?
5: I'm doing awesome. I- I'm so happy to hear about this event, which I got to be honest, I did not. I was not having any prior um, knowledge of before, so I wanted to talk to you about it because – First off, it's a fundraiser; it benefits the Twin Cities Jazz Festival. But tell me a little bit about uh, the activities and the events and everything that's going on this weekend.
2: Uh, well, we have um, we're, we're partnering with Park Square Theater and KJ's Hideaway in um, the Ham Building in downtown Saint Paul, and we are um, offering a day of jazz on three stages. We're going to have um, a we're showcasing the wonderful talent from the Twin Cities um, jazz musicians, and we have uh, some great headliners on the main stage as well. We're going from three o'clock till about 10 or later <laughs> with with jazz, and you can you can walk from venue to venue and 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 um, and see all different styles of jazz as well. So it's it's going to be a great day.
5: Is this the first year that you guys have done this Winter Jazz Fest, or has this been going on for a while?
2: uh we've done a, a winter jazz fest for a number of years last year it was at Crooners, which was great um we had their their two um venues going um and that was wonderful um and that was actually in April <laughs> so it wasn't really a winter jazz festival, but <laughs> this time we have it in February. we just don't have the winter weather
5: <laughs> yeah we it's not winter right like it, it feels like it's already <laughs> spring with all the the, the warm yeah. temperatures and everything that's been going on but the totally. winter yeah the winter jazz fest taking place uh this weekend and we're talking to Dana Martinez here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 wcco Uh you can go to the website Twin Cities Festival dot com and I don't know what side of town you live, Dana, but let me let me tell you this. So so I'm a Minneapolis guy, I grew up in Minneapolis. Yep. I, I've never lived in St. Paul. But I do want to say this about St. Paul. And I mean this in the bottom of my heart. When I think of what area identifies and plays to the jazz type of music to me, that is all about St. Paul. And, and this is the reason why, I guess, yeah. I've always felt that way. It's because, to me, when I think about Minneapolis versus St. Paul, St. Paul is the quieter city. It doesn't have mm-hmm. net, uh, as much hustle and bustle as Minneapolis does. And Minneapolis has a lot more people. Right. And then also, when I think about my first experiences with jazz um, – the mm-hmm. very first place that I went to to go see jazz musicians in the Twin Cities was a place that no longer exists. It was called the Artist Quarter. Do you remember that? Yes.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, KJ's, KJ's Hideaway, which is a great music venue, it's in that old Artist Quarter space in the basement of the. Oh, Handling. I did not know that. So, yeah, yeah. So it's it's you can feel that history when you walk in that room. Um, you know, with all all the jazz concerts that have been there and. Um, I'm just so happy to to have the Winter Jazz Festival there. It makes total sense.
5: Yeah. So so how many people do you anticipate yeah. uh could probably be attending uh this uh, Saturday's event? And then also are there any tickets available cuz a little birdie told me that you guys are close to selling out.
2: <laughs> we are close. It's it's amazing. We have we have jazz lovers in the Twin Cities. It's awesome. Um we um probably have around uh, about 20 tickets left. So if people want to come and see um some beautiful jazz they need to buy now um just go on our website but um there'll probably be around uh 350 people um there for you know coming and going as well so but but i mean we we're gonna have uh, a wonderful uh headliner um it's jorge luis pacheco he's a cuban um pianist um and he'll be performing with his trio you know some Latin jazz one of his own compositions it's it's going to be really great and um and then we've got an emerging artist stage as well um, we have some young younger musicians just starting out in their career and um, they're going to be performing uh, on that stage as well so we've got quite a variety
5: how, how many how many different places would you say in saint paul specifically kind of cater to uh to jazz music. And I ask that because I've seen crooners mm-hmm. uh, in the, yep. uh, the, the I guess you could call it the, the Fridley area. Um, everybody mm-hmm. knows about the Dakota in downtown Minneapolis. I've been yes. several times to the Dakota, sure. but but when we talk about on, on the other side of the river, how many places do you think kind of cater to that? Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear from you about the, uh, the KJ's hideaway tonight.
2: Yeah. Well, KJ's of course. And then there's a wonderful, um, Place that's right across from CHS, CHS Stadium in Lower Town. It's Metronome Brewing Company, and they uh, they have jazz quite often. They have a variety of jazz, but um, they they um, they have a great um, jazz program there. Um, and then you know we've got for the for the jazz festival in June. So this is the this is a fundraiser for our big event, which is in June, and it's coming up on June twenty first and twenty second. And that actually is a a totally free event. Mm -hmm. Um, And it takes place in Mears Park. Uh, We have two outdoor uh, venues. But then we also have many uh, outdoor stages. We have many venues, venue partners right around Mears Park and beyond um, that uh, also uh, present jazz music during that weekend all for free. And so there's a... Place a new brewing company called Gambit Brewing. They also um, have music, and they'll, they'll be having ja- jazz during that that weekend. Uh, and then at, over on the west side of St. Paul, there's a, a place called Papa Legba's, and that's a that's a sweet little. Um, club that um you know they ha- they play all kinds of music but a lot of jazz as well yeah. so there are those smaller clubs that really they really do it and then you know the bigger venues too um the, the Ordway has jazz uh every once in a while and um fitzgerald i used to work at the Ordway. i worked there i worked there for 25 years before before i took this job in november so um I've got I've got deep St. Paul roots, but I'm like you oh, I I lived in Minneapolis the
5: whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Dana, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, look, I'd love to yeah. make it to the to the Winter Jazz Fest. I unfortunately I have a, a gala to attend this weekend, so I won't be able to make it. Even though I'm going to be in St. Paul, but it sounds like it's going to be a blast, and I'm so glad that the tickets are sold out. Yeah. Both the twenty dollars tickets are sold out, as well as the VIP tickets are sold out. But yep. let's just say, let's, mm-hmm. let's stay in touch, because I'd, I'd love to be a part Absolutely. of everything going on into next year.
2: Yeah, please come to our Jazz Festival in, um, in June, June 21st and 22nd. We actually have some pretty big announcements um, happening next week, so stay Ooh. tuned on that.
5: Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much, Dana.
2: <laughs> All right, thanks so much.
5: All right, take care. That's Dana Martinez, Executive Director of the Winter Jazz Fest, and like we mentioned earlier, Uh, Ticket proceeds from the Winter Jazz Fest will support the Twin Cities Jazz Festival. All right, 651-461-9226. Those texts that were coming in about Dean Phillips, uh, my reaction to his interview earlier today, uh, and even a phone call or two, we can take those next year on The Lake Show. The text line Weighing in about my thoughts about Dean Phillips earlier, we can get back to some of those texts. Hi, Henry. I hope some younger Democrats get in office instead of Biden or Trump. It doesn't look like that, unfortunately, right now. Uh, This from the 507. I can't believe what a naysayer you are. What the heck? Let's just keep this country split and fighting. I think a combined ticket would be awesome. Heck, a lot. Heck of a lot better than the crappy two candidates that are running now. A, a, a naysayer. If that's what you got out of what I stated, then you're not listening. I said let's be a realist where we're at in the country. I didn't say that I would never want to see people collaborate and get together and maybe be a third party and all. That's not the point I was making. Right now in this country, being as divided as we are. It's not being realistic texture. I'm sorry that I'm being a realist with you. From the 507, a different number. Wish Phillips would talk more about issues and less about Biden. That was one of my main points that I was making. Um, This from the 612. I knew Dean's step great grandfather, a sweet, old, extremely successful man who was rolling in his grave because of the spoil. (laughs) I don't want to read the rest of that. Um, but he's he doesn't agree with with what Dean has become essentially. Um, the from the six five one, I heard the interview with Dean Phillips, and I've been thinking about what's wrong with this picture. Thank you for helping me to collect my thoughts, and I agree with you. Um, this from the three two zero. Give Dean credit for having the guts to suggest Biden is at the DFL's best option. I said. Go back and listen to the opening part of my my take. You got to listen to it from start to finish. Because if you came in and you were three minutes late to the program, you missed it. I have given Dean Phillips a whole lot of credit, not just at the beginning of the segment, throughout the last several years. I haven't had an issue with Dean Phillips wanting to – Why would he not want to aspire to be a presidential candidate? I admire that. I have no problem with him wanting to challenge the status quo. That's not what this is about. I thought that it went down the wrong path today when he essentially started calling other Minnesotans cowards. I I thought that that was, like, we can have... Stuff to talk about without going there. And I'll also repeat this again. You got to give people more than Joe Biden's old. You have to. That's not a winning presidential campaign. I'm 55. And Joe Biden's old. Like that's what? Is that a winning? I don't get it. Well, let me ask you this, Chris. Cuz you've been listening to me talk about this for thirty plus minutes. Mm-hmm. We had a guest, and now we're finishing off the hour with it. And, and we mentioned some of the text. What, what did you What did you make of his appearance earlier today?
7: I thought it was a little disjointed, and it kind of came off as a little bit frantic. I, I I think that I think Dean is is seeing the end of the road and trying to figure out what the off ramp is at this point. The the, there isn't a way in terms of getting the Democratic support. I do think there is a thirst for a younger nominee. And my my mind goes to Gavin Newsom. I feel like. Well, hold on.
5: Hold on. Could you steal my thunder a little bit? Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. You hit on it and I'm backing you up. Gavin Newsom is a Democrat that a lot of people in this country would get behind.
6: Hmm.
5: So I agree with you.
7: I think people want an alternative to Joe Biden, but
5: Dean Phillips just is not connecting with people, and I, that's the part that I struggle with. Like, Dean, why don't you why don't you address why you're not appealing to people? As opposed to talking about Joe Biden being old, what are you
7: doing wrong? There, there's there's no self scouting, right? Yep. I, I feel like we all. Every day, we need to look at ourselves and say, okay, what is it that we did good? What is it that we didn't do good? What is it that we can get better at? And when you're constantly projecting all of this negativity onto other people, it's as if the accountability factor doesn't exist. And I think that's something that we would like to admire because kind of like you, every time that I've interacted with Dean Phillips, I've got nothing but admiration for him as an individual. He's been nothing but... Courteous, and I and I like him, but you separate the individual from this situation, and I do feel like it is it, it, it is misguided. the the whole you know not speaking up. And I think this was something that she brought up earlier, Henry. It was the first time that I had actually thought about it. He's upset that they're not supporting him. I I mean, maybe that's why he's upset that they're not speaking up, that they're backing. Well, well
5: he's almost making it seem as though, and I think this might have came up. Essentially, like, like they're in the Biden bag or something. Like, like, mm-hmm. which, wh- why are you inferring that? Like, that just, that just comes, that just comes across as, as sour grapes. yeah,
7: it's it's very petty, and I, I do believe that if we could legitimately somehow, you know, have the the growth of a third party. I feel like there's something in the middle that would appeal to a majority of Americans. But now is not the time. And I don't I don't know what the solution to that is. I, I feel like Dean Phillips right now is kind of going into political purgatory where he's he's
5: not going. He doesn't to, care. Like, he, like he's he's going to
7: end up this gray area and just kind of like floating
5: along. But why would you care? And that's why I said he's not a martyr. The guy's worth millions upon millions of dollars. Why would he care? So don't try to sell me that you're some sort of martyr. Oh, I, I I'm putting my political career on the. If I was worth as much money as you were too, I wouldn't care. Seriously, I might I might be on a yacht somewhere. Seriously, I'm not, I'm, I'm just being. So, yeah, so, no, so, I'm so, so don't try the martyr thing with me. And also, somebody had text and they said that I'm being a naysayer about the third party thing. And I told I mean, I'm I'm telling them about being a realist, right? Like, there there's something that we have to understand here. Two points I want to make. First off, um, when it comes to Nikki Haley and Dean Phillips, they're quite different. So, so, so hold on. There's a lot to be fleshed out there. Yeah, that, with regard. I mean, if you think that that's a winning ticket, I'm sorry. That ideologies are yeah, not going to work. They're not. Their ideologies are not the same. And then, secondly, from the six one two. Change has got to, has to start at some point, and the two candidates are horrible. Vote for change now. Start a wave. May not work this time, but if you start voting independent, uh, if you don't start voting independent, it'll never happen. I think that's a great text. But for this particular year, 2024, you can't. You, you, this is the thing. You should have started this years ago. You can't do something within nine months or ten months or a year and think it's going to work out. All right, coming up next year, Kirk Cousins in a fully guaranteed contract.
1: Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.